You are listening to the Vibrant Life Podcast, episode 13. The Vibrant Life. Hey you, welcome to the Vibrant Life Podcast. I'm Emily Romrell, and I hope you're having a fabulous day. We made it to episode 13, my friends. Uh, The weeks are flying by, and it's been so rewarding as I've considered what to share with you. And if you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am, I'd love a review on iTunes or even just a recommendation to your friends. Anything that you can do to get the word out would be amazing. So just putting that out there. (laughs) Um, You know... There are a few mottos that I've adopted in my 35 years. I know I'm not super old, but I have kind of embraced a few different mottos and sayings that have helped me. Obviously, to live the vibrant life is right at the top of the list. Um, Another one that's important to me is be not weary in well-doing, which has seen me through some hard days. But today, we're covering another principle that has truly changed my life. And it's something that I've strived to practice in my day-to-day for a pretty long time now. Um, And that is never suppress a generous thought. And uh, I admire little children so much. I love kids. Kids are so free and easy with their thoughts and feelings. And it's a sad truth that as we grow up, we often put walls up and we become afraid of sharing our true thoughts with others, even the kind and generous ones. I guess we're afraid of being judged and rejected. I mean, I absolutely have those fears, but I found it can be magical when you follow through on your positive thoughts and feelings. The phrase, never suppress a generous thought, is not from me, unfortunately. (laughs) It actually comes from a story that's told by a former Relief Society president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Her name is Bonnie D. Parkin. And uh, just a quick side note, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, or LDS Church, or sometimes called the Mormon Church, but we're moving away from that a little bit. But anyway, um, I do have a lot of content and things probably that come up with my beliefs in my church. But again, I just want to stress that this podcast is for anyone of any belief or faith or background. But I mean, this is just kind of who I am as well. So um, there's probably going to be a few references to uh, the church when you listen to this podcast. So take it or leave it, I guess. Anyway, sorry about that. Bonnie D. Parkin was uh, president of the Relief Society in our church, and she tells this story, and so I'm just going to read it in her words. She says, My daughter-in-law's mother, Susan, was a wonderful seamstress. President Kimball lived in their ward, and one Sunday, Susan noticed that he had a new suit. Her father had recently returned from a trip to New York and had brought her some exquisite, uh, exquisite silk fabric. And Susan thought that the fabric would make a handsome tie to go with President Kimball's new suit. So on Monday, she made the tie. She wrapped it in tissue paper and walked up the block to President Kimball's home. On her way to the front door, she suddenly stopped and thought, Who am I to make a tie for the prophet? He probably has plenty of them. And deciding she had made a mistake, she turned to leave. Just then, Sister Kimball opened the front door and said, Oh, Susan. 
Stumbling all over herself, Susan said, I saw President Kimball in his new suit on Sunday. Dad just brought me some silk from New York, and so I made him a tie. And before Susan could continue, Sister Kimball stopped her, took hold of her shoulders, and said, Susan, never suppress a generous thought. And again, continuing in Sister Parkin's words, she says, uh, Susan didn't have an assignment to make that tie. She wasn't hired to do so. Despite feeling a bit hesitant, she did it because it felt right. Susan had a quiet sense of mission to serve others. I was also the beneficiary of such service. Her service went beyond any calling because it lasted throughout her life. Never suppressing a generous thought became part of her personal ministry. And uh, so that's the end of the quote there. But I love that story so much because I think we can all relate to it, right? We have a kind impulse to do something for someone else. And then almost immediately after, we hesitate and ask similar questions. Who am I to do this thing? Maybe the person you're thinking about has a higher status than you. Maybe even like the president of the church, right? Or maybe the person you're thinking about is a stranger that you really don't know very well. And you're worried about how you might be received. Maybe you're insecure about your abilities. You might have had the thought to bake bread or cookies for someone, but you don't think of yourself as a great baker. Or you might get the impulse to share another talent like playing a musical instrument and are unsure of your skills. Maybe you get the impression to visit someone and it terrifies you because you're more introverted and shy. There are a million good deeds and generous thoughts that might arise, and there are a million reasons you can come up with for not acting on them. But here's the truth. If you have the courage to follow through on a kind deed or a generous thought, only more good will come from it. People are starving for connection and validation now more than ever. There are so many critical voices in the media and even from people who around us uh, people who are around us who give in to weaknesses and choose to be cruel rather than kind. And we can each of us choose to be a better voice and show those around us a better way. One of the easiest ways that I found of doing this is simply texting people when I think of them. Many times I find my mind on others in my life, family, friends, teachers, co-workers, and neighbors, and usually I'm full of gratitude for these people and their examples in my life. And when I think of them, I try to text them and tell them. Or if the mood strikes me, I might even send a card or a personal note. It takes almost no effort, but it's important to me to let the people in my life know when they make a difference. Also, um, there's been a few times when I've reached out and the other person has expressed that the timing was just right. They needed an extra reminder that someone was out there and mindful of them. And I want to be clear that this isn't because of anything special that I do. I'm a firm believer that a loving Heavenly Father sends us promptings to care for people in our circle of influence. And if we're brave enough and if our hearts are open enough to receive and act on those promptings, miracles occur. And there are small miracles that happen every day and all the time, and it's important to take notice of them. In addition to expressing our generous thoughts to others, 
there's an extra step that you can take that's a lot of fun. Um, I'm not exactly sure where I heard this. I'm fairly sure. I think it was when I was a teenager and one of my young women leaders told us about it. Uh, another quick side, lo- side note, um, in the LDS church, we have organizations for the youth and we just call it young women or young men, or sometimes it's called mutual. That's kind of an older term. Anyway, basically the adult members um, are called to teach the youth kind of like Sunday school on Sundays, and they also help with weekly activities. And the difference that my young women leaders made in my life is tremendous. So here's a quick shout out to those special ladies who mean so much to me, honestly. But um, I think it was one of my young women leaders who told me about this, um, and it was it's called the Wait a While Club. And the gist is that when you notice something kind or noteworthy about someone else, you wait a while and tell them when they least expect it. So um, if we're sticking with church, maybe someone gave a really great lesson or even in school or whatever. Rather than telling the teacher immediately, you could wait a while um, and maybe even a couple weeks later write a note or even tell them in person that they did a great job. And they'll be astounded that you took the time to validate them. And it's even more special a bit after the fact. It's a super fun and easy thing to do. One of my favorite pastimes is people watching. And people are fascinating and quirky. (laughs) And uh, believe it or not, I think most people are good. Um, It's a great thing to take notice of the good things that others around you are doing. And then maybe you can wait a while and tell them what you noticed. And being seen is one of the truest needs of the human soul, right? When we feel seen, we feel loved. And again, it really doesn't take very much effort, but it makes a huge impact. And just make sure that if you do join the Wait a While Club, you don't uh, don't get distracted and forget. This principle of never suppressing a generous thought is powerful. I think sometimes we forget just how much we have to offer each other. It's really the small, simple gestures that mean the most, and it's amazing how much pleasure that you feel when you're generous and kind to others. It can take courage to go outside your comfort zone and follow through on the impressions you receive, but I'm always encouraged by the thought that showing kindness is never wrong. And generosity leads to more generosity, right? Because kindness and generosity are extensions of love, and this is the truth. The more love you give, the more you have. It increases exponentially. So my challenge to you this week is to be a little more mindful of the generous thoughts that come your way. They'll be there if you look for them. Don't suppress them. Don't be afraid to act and show others around you that they are seen and loved. Let's live the vibrant life, my friends. Also, really quickly before I go, I just wanted to do another quick plug to um, ask you to please share the Vibrant Life podcast with your friends and family. You have people that you think might be interested. And also, if you have a minute, a review on iTunes would help out a lot. Um, Thanks so much, guys, and have a great week.